A crisis can break us down, but it can also build us up in more ways than we may ever know. A lot of us experience post-traumatic growth, emerging from adversity with a renewed sense of strength, gratitude, connection, possibility, and a sense of purpose in life. Through this podcast, I'm going to bring to you inspiring stories of endurance, tenacity, and the undying human spirit. Hello, my name is Deeksha Sethi, and welcome to the very first episode of Different Strokes. My today's story is no different. My first guest is a young woman who's an inspiration to many other girls like her, who've battled body shaming and bullying while growing up, leading to very low self-esteem and obsessive self-scrutiny. Please welcome my namesake, Deeksha Singhi, and this is her story. Hello, Deeksha. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? Very well. It's a little funny to talk to yourself. It seems like I'm talking I know. to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for doing this. Truly my pleasure. Excellent. Uh, let's start uh, with talking about your story. So how was it like uh, in your college? I know you briefly mentioned about your friends having boyfriends. They were in relationships, but um, you were very, um, you know, uh, you felt a little challenged there. Um, so what's, what was your experience like? What's your story? Yeah, so it was mostly in high school or, you know, even like um, in middle school mostly. Uh, I was I uh, I had started in a boarding school, mm-hmm. and um, you know like when you're in a boarding school, the culture is slightly different. You have prom there, you have rock concerts, and you know you have all this fancy stuff that they do to keep you entertained once in a while. Yeah, and, and um, for each of these events, like the uh, somebody would ask somebody else out, and you know there would there was always a pair at the rock concerts, sitting close somewhere at the steps, or you know. Mm-hmm. Or dancing together or just buying food together hmm. and you know I would be this person who would only be with you know my other single girlfriends you know uh, the few of us who were in the same category yeah and yeah. all of us who thought that you know we are uh, uh, either too cool to date anybody or deep in our hearts we knew we cannot date anybody you know or like hmm. because we were not the prettiest girls the stereotypically prettiest girls in the school hmm. and uh, yeah so while I pretended that I'm very cool about it and uh, it had nothing to do with my self-confidence or anything else hmm. deep down I was deeply hurt and uh, you know there came a point where I pretended so much that I'd almost made that my reality like you know I started hmm. living a fake life yeah. Um, yeah. So that was most part of my uh, high school, uh, where you know everything of this sort happened, hmm. and uh, yeah, for most part of I pretended to be a tomboy because everybody around me thought I was one for some strange hmm. reason. Hmm. Uh, maybe because you know I did not have my eyebrows done, or you know I was no, I did not have a very feminine uh, body type. I was very broad, tall, hmm. you know, not like a lean, petite body type. I was always very heavy and very. Uh, uh, what do you call it? broad? Uh, mm. So yeah, almost everybody assumed that I was a tomboy, mm. and yes, some credit goes to my weird haircut as well. Mm. And you know, my friends would also be like, "Oh, tu to mera bro hai," and all of that. And you know, mm. and that was the only kind of friendship I made with boys back in school. Mm. And the fact that they were still being friends with me was comforting enough. So even 
I found my comfort zone being uh, pretending to be a tomboy. So that was most part of my high school, mm. and uh, while um, I was I was really happy and smiling. You know, people were always telling me this girl is always smiling. Mm. Deep down, I was deeply hurt. But uh, yeah, that and. Uh, कुछ चीजें होती है ना दैट यू ओनली गेट टू अंडरस्टैंड ऑफ इट ओनली वेन यू ग्रो अप लाइक यू नो समाइम्स अ बैड टच एज अ चाइल्ड समस्टैंड यू ओनली अंडरस्टैंड इट वेन यू ग्रो अप एंड यू रियलाइज ओ दैट वॉज अ बैड टच दैट वॉज नॉट सपोज टू हैपन टू मी सो दीज वर ऑल्सो दिंग्स दैट आई ओनली लर्न वेन आई ग्रो अप सो या दैट वॉज मोस्ट पार्ट ऑफ माई चाइल्डहुड सो डिड यू एट एनी पॉइंट फेल्ट लेफ्ट आउट probably because you were not being approached the same way like your girl other girlfriends were being approached by boys of course of course you know like uh, like i just mentioned we had these fancy mm. uh, parties at school mm. and you know when you don't have anybody to go out with when you do not have anybody to take you uh, ask you for a dance for your farewell you do feel left out right yeah so yeah and in other things as well you know like um, even when we came back for holidays and you know people would hang out mm. uh, i would always feel left out like you know nobody would want to pick me up to take them for lunch mm. i would always have to find my own way i was somehow the guy in the group because uh, yeah. like i said i pretended to be a tomboy so i would be like maybe i'll pick you up and stuff like that you know mm. i never got that kind of treatment and small things like you know like um, girls in my school or the or the couples in my school would pass chits to each other or you know would throw a blazer or you know would give them their watch and mm. those tiny things stay with you it was not like i was looking for somebody to madly fall in love with but then you know you and now is not the time for me to have small flings and to send chits to somebody right yeah that could have yeah. only happened back in school and that i never had the chance to experience that so right. yeah that's something i totally missed out on right So you basically missed out on a lot of high school romance, which a lot of girls. Yeah, a lot of high school romance. Yeah. Hmm. Also, at the same time, I think um, a lot of times my seniors and my teachers as well, they would hmm. also pick people up depending based on the appearance. Okay. Right. Now, let's say we have a theater uh, group, right? So only like somehow the prettier-looking girls would always be picked up, hmm. and we were not even um, auditioned to say. You know, it was almost like as if it's an assumption that because she is fat, she'll not be able to do well on stage, or she'll not look great on stage uh, while acting or while dancing. Hmm. And I would always have to overcompensate for all of those things with my hmm. academics. And the same hmm. thing happened with sports also. I was always almost, you know, like, and we used to have like soccer and hockey and all of those games. Yeah. And I was somehow always made the goalkeeper because you know I was hmm. big in size. So somehow the only um what do you call a role, role that, that fit yeah fit me was that of a goalkeeper because i was huge and it was very wrong to assume that like you know mm. the first year of practice they were like no she'll be the goalkeeper so nobody for asked you for your choice yeah, there was no choice mm. uh, and choice is a very weird thing in uh boarding school there is never a choice for anybody for that matter right uh, only the leaders can choose mm. um Oh, at least there there is trial like you know you can at least audition for stuff you can at right. least put your best foot forward and show them yeah and sometimes you know that you have performed even if there was an audition for the sake of it and you know you have performed well hmm. you would still be you know just left out because uh you're not that you're not looking that great and a lot hmm. of people will not tell that to you on your face but then you know it right like you can see it like hmm. i did the exact same thing or even better than the other person then why not me 
right and we are posting state and it was both seniors and teachers throughout my school life that i've seen something as common right so did you also experience bullying of course bullying was a major part in boarding school like you know mm. i remember like people uh, my seniors some day they would just come to my uh, dorm to my room and they would just ask us to dance for them again like somehow the prettier girls had more confidence and of course i lacked confidence because of how i looked mm. and you know that was a constant uh, fear that was there with me mm. so um, even if somebody bullied me i would just happily do it because i did not want to fall prey to more bullying if i did not right but again the bullying only happened to only a few people right so you can mm. again make it or the, the pattern was the same everywhere right so did you have any friends in high school to confide into to talk to on how actually you're feeling or did you just keep your feelings to yourself i kept my feelings to myself mostly mm. because i um, you know like you go and tell somebody that a fat shaming as a word also mm. only got really uh, has come to the limelight right now uh, yeah. 10 years ago um, you know if you would you you i could not have gone to somebody and told them that you know they're making fun of me because i'm fat hmm so you never spoke to any teacher did you no 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 teacher would in fact would have told him the same thing yeah you should lose weight otherwise they'll make fun of you only and that has happened here and there hmm. like even with family members it has happened so when hmm. your own fr- family could not have understood this because uh, i don't i would not even have tried confiding it to my uh, friends because it was very embarrassing for me to even accept the fact that i was fat you know right forget about talking about it to somebody because talking about it would have made my fears more real right. all of this like i said was uh, something that i started living my life like i started pretending that was my life mm-hmm. i only understood each and every bit of it once i started you know learning more about these things right So since you mentioned about family what we wanted to just briefly touch upon that as well um how was it back home uh, how did your family members or your extended family members your cousins etc they reacted to uh the way you looked because um i mean i also come from a very typical north indian family and i i know for a fact that if you're a tomboyish uh you know uh, you're a tomboy and you don't look a certain typical way then they obviously don't you know validate you as much or they don't accept you uh, very easily and there are lots of uh, questions and snide remarks that come your way so how was the experience back home of course there were snide remarks all over so mm. you know some uh, i wouldn't blame my parents entirely here they were trying their best to you know make sure that i lose weight Mm. um while initially their concern could have been health but because of what people around them kept telling them all the time you know things like she will mm. not get married or you know yeah. um uh, she will not find a suitable room aage jaake bahut dikkat hogi and all yeah, of that yeah. <laughs> all of those things actually mm. you know led them to believe that uh, yeah she needs to lose weight for other reasons you know people tell them that uh, so uh, mm. a very common uh, remark was that कि ये बहुत सुंदर है बस अगर थोड़ा वेट कम हो जाए इसका तो बहुत अच्छी लगेगी ऑल्सपेक्टिव 
Uh, I joined mm. the gym about the same age. My parents sent me to a boarding school so that I lose weight, you know, mm. uh, because otherwise I was doing really well. I was very well with academics. I was a, I was always an achiever. I was very good. Great. I was good with swimming. So mm. uh, my my parents had this philosophy, or more importantly, my dad had this that you know if you want this, you do this. Right. So if you want a laptop, take it. So 95 take it. If you want this, take it. So you do this. And right. I would always somehow exceed his expectations. So But that was clearly yeah, not that, enough. Was it enough? Yeah, that was not that was not enough because you almost always whatever it was but mare aage but weight to kam karna padega. Ye to tumhara ho gaya but weight to kam karna padega. So you know that okay. that weight was a very big a big a, a lot of baggage for me and right. it it something that uh, I took with me wherever I went. So hmm. even when I was like even though I was a good swimmer uh, one of my teachers back in my boarding school told me how I was not supposed to wear a v-cut swimming costume and that was only a remark made to me and not to any of the other girls you know hmm. and not hmm. any of the other swimmers but a, a remark was made to me that I was not supposed to wear a swimming costume because it did not look good on me and hmm. despite the fact that I was a great swimmer back in school uh, and also one of the very few swimmers because we did not have back a lot of swimmers back in school right so Yeah, despite then, even when I was taking a part in the competition, like you know, mm. the um, the first thing should be to win the competition, right? Like, me ko wo jeetna hai, but me dimag me tha ki am I looking okay? Because that was the thought that was built in. I was made to believe that I'm always supposed to look good. I'm always supposed to, mm. you know, because that that one swimming costume remark left so much in me that for about what. Um, 10 12 years i never wore a v-cut swimming costume again i always then wore all those mm. uh, frock style swimming costumes and uh, yeah i think now i think mm. about it i missed much like you know there are such sexy beautiful looking <laughs> swimming costumes go for it girl <laughs> <laughs> i think i think what what i hear is you were constantly carrying the weight of other people's expectations because you were not happy with how you looked you never accepted yourself the way you are yeah you know somehow i was always very happy with how i looked hmm. i never really had a problem i knew i was fat hmm. and I, i knew i had to lose weight i never really had a problem with how i looked it was other people who constantly kept telling me that you don't look good hmm. that was the problem and hmm. um, after after some time, like beyond a point it got to me right until something i was fine i was like really happy and i would be this person who would like oh i look really good and stuff but uh, then you know when yeah. they constantly keep mm. telling the same thing hundreds and thousands of times uh, then it gets to you and after yeah. the, and when when it crosses that point you lose all your confidence and everything and then all you can think about is to look good like you know even yeah. if i'm writing a paper i would make sure that i'm i'm writing it properly that was yeah. the subconscious mind saying that mm. you need to look good If somebody is looking at you, you need to look mm-hmm. good. So, like you said, you were overcompensating in other fields as well, right? Just to prove right. to yourself and to the others that you know I am good enough uh, in right, other right. fields, and probably the way I look is really not that important. But I think it never got to that point, right? So right. It, it became the be all end all uh, of who you are. Exactly. So exactly, it's it's not surprising to me at all because I think this is very ingrained in our culture. and it's such you know um day to day conversation this hap- that happens at home where you know randomly there are there are remarks thrown at you uh, you know theek se baitho and you know ye mat pehno thoda kuch presentable pehno koi aa jata hai ghar pe you know things like that right yes. uh, haldi laga lo thoda rang nikhar jayega and all, all sorts of you know yes these kind of things we've heard so 
I mean, for example, when it comes to my appearance, I was very, very lanky when I was a kid. Okay, very, very thin, and I was constantly compared with my other cousin uh, who was a bit chubby, and she was always compared with me and. Uh, looked down upon. Look at her. She's so active. She's so agile. She's thin. Why can't you be like her? You know. And I used to feel really bad for her. And mm-hmm. in fact, they used to make fun of me as well. That you know, अरे हवा आएगी तो तू तू तो उड़ी जाएगी. You know, because I was underweight. Um, so yeah, we got our shares of you know snide remarks as well and mean comments. But um, I do feel um, that there's a lot of undue pressure on girls, especially when they're growing up, and and parents do have a lot of part to play here. If not parents, then maybe siblings or other support systems, who can tell you that you know, sure, go ahead, lose weight, but maybe for a better health, not because right. you need to fit into a certain box, you know. Right. So that's probably more important. But I don't think that really. Uh, really comes out that way because unfortunately our parents are also conditioned in the same way, right? So that's what they've ended they up passing on. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so tell me something. Um, how did you try to break this this whole you know chain? I'm sure it it weighed really heavy on you. It impacted your mental health as well, and your self confidence as well. So how did how did you try and come out of it? How did you pull yourself out of it? So it was never it never happened that one day I woke up and I was like I'm going to change my life. Hmm. But uh, I was in my boarding school until class tenth, and then hmm. for eleventh and twelfth I moved back to my hometown. Hmm. And you know somehow that gave me a clean slate to try and do a few different things that my other friends were not adjusted or accustomed to me seeing. So you know like I would hang out with my friends and they would buy this casual and eyeliners and I or whatever creams and uh, lip gloss and lipsticks and I would never I never had one mm. because like I said I pretended to be a tomboy for too long mm. and then one day I just picked up a casual you know and then I tried it on and it looked great on me and then mm. uh, the other time I bought a lipstick and somehow you know I started making those small changes and mm. uh, I remember it was my 18th birthday and I got my eyebrows done and mm. uh, I, you know, and that somehow uh, changed, like made my face look a lot more feminine. And uh, <laughs> uh, mm. I wore, a, and it was my, like I said, it was my 18th birthday, and and I ordered a white dress for myself, you know, like a very beautiful white dress. And then I wore it, and I looked stunning in it. Like again, in my opinion, I always looked stunning. So yeah, I wore mm. a white beautiful dress, and then you know, somewhere like taking those little steps mm. uh, made me very comfortable. And then I would always like all uh, start also start experimenting with my clothes, and I. Uh, back in 2000 what um 10 11 i started wearing red pants and green pants and whatever pants came to my like you know i would always try and experiment with fashion as much as i can mm. as much as i could have and mm. with the sizes that were available mm. and when i then i moved to delhi in 2013 uh, for my college and uh, then nobody knew me right like it was a again a clean slate where nobody knew me mm. and uh, then i got hands on to sleeveless clothes and crop tops and whatever whatever mm. came my way i wore it mm. and somehow uh, it in a way fashion also encouraged me to try different things and i saw that people were more um, you know people were so engrossed in their own lives people who did not know me uh, that nobody really cared about how i looked and mm. uh, and i also did not care a lot about how other people looked and that's when i thought that you know you are so much more so much more than your looks right right and that's when i started getting more comfortable in my own skin yeah mm. as uh, if i must say mm. and uh, 
yeah and uh, it was uh, it was it, they were very small little steps that i take and even until today i take steps to make myself feel more comfortable yeah. i i went to uh, a trip uh, i i took a girls trip to thailand with my friends and i went to koh samui and i wore this we cut swimming costume and you know uh, the costume the we mm. cut swimming costume that my teacher had asked me not to wear not ever. to wear <laughs> yeah yeah so i wore it and i took i purposely took like three pairs of swimming costumes with me and i wore it and i posted pictures on my social on my instagram and everything mm-hmm. and then uh, when i came back to india i again wore it in in an indian atmosphere mm-hmm. you know because uh, countries are out countries outside india like uh, places outside india it's comparatively easier and more comfortable yeah. for you to wear such stuff because people are nowhere uh, everybody is wearing bikinis and swimming costumes and especially yeah. in a beach beach area in india it was a different story and then i had went out with my colleagues to jim corbett and uh, yeah i i wore a costume again and then i did not care about what others thought and uh, and in every like you know even today like if mm. i am uh, i was not very comfortable wearing a sports bra only and doing my workouts mm. but now i have gotten comfortable to that point so it it's a it's an ongoing and a very continuous uh, effort that i have to put in and mm. not something that i force myself to something that if it comes naturally to me i'll do it you right. know body positivity does not mean that you have to force yourself to wear a bikini or whatever you want to wear even though you don't want to wear it you yeah. know if you yeah. are conscious of how you look you yeah. can take small steps to make yourself feel more comfortable like i was not very comfortable looking at myself naked and now i am right. i have embraced how my body looks very much and everybody has their own journeys to you know follow and they will take their own sweet time and that's what i always keep telling people you might not be comfortable wearing a short right now hmm. wear it in the comfort of your own room if you wish to the day you feel comfortable wearing it outside you wear it if you i you can't force me to wear something i'm not comfortable wearing that's not body positivity Absolutely. body positivity has to be at my own comfort level at my own time Absolutely. so yeah i i have never worn a bikini ever and i think that would be my next step i i had planned a trip to bali but uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic i all my tickets went for a waste yeah but yeah <laughs> No it it's actually absolutely right I think it's it's one step at a time one small step at a time it's every day um you know a new accomplishment and a new level of acceptance and since you also talked a lot about you know how uh you started to step away from people who judged you um in a way you threw out that negativity right um right. and you were in in a more um what should i say more open environment where people didn't know you so you also started to open up uh gradually right. uh but did you feel um at some point that you know this had a lot to do with you accepting yourself first because once you once you start looking at yourself differently people around you start reacting differently of course you know like if you're happy it shows on your face right right and uh, likewise if you are confident in your skin i think other people also understand that you know she is confident wearing it like you know she's pulling it off properly mm. Hmm. So there's no harm, and uh, I think it it's a chicken and an egg story. Yeah. Uh, maybe somewhere somebody gave me the confidence to wear something, and I wore it, and then people found me confident enough to wear it. Yeah. Or I don't know what it was. I never really, you know, consciously looked at uh, each of those incidents. Kya kaise hua? But I think uh, it. Uh, I'm sure there must have been uh, great compliments that uh, surrounded me, that also encouraged me in a way. You know. Uh, 
as a human being we are always very attracted towards negative comments like you know yeah. we always listen to the negative comments more yeah. but that is something that i have changed in my life i am trying to listen to more positive comments as to what impacts me positively and what is positive for me and i try and act mm. upon them more mm. uh, instead of listening to one negative comment and uh, for my life at least yeah. in my life i have seen as a pattern uh, at least in the last 5 6 years mm. i have received more love than hate Hmm. and uh, i think uh, that has clearly shaped the way i love myself because i'd also received a lot of, a lot of love from people it's all about the perception i think and thanks to the selective hearing because you're blocking out of the negativity and only <laughs> only soaking in the positive uh, comments so that's a a great booster i think uh, so kudos to you keep doing that uh, that's that's i think that's the way to uh, you know march forward yeah. absolutely so um so if i had to ask you have you fallen in love with yourself today what would you say i think i fall in love with myself a little more every day like you know <laughs> and i also fall out of love there are days <laughs> i and i'm in a bad place and i don't yeah. love myself Yeah, I'm But, sure, especially when we're PMSing. So yes. Yeah. Yeah, and there are days you don't even know why you are acting like how you are yeah. acting. Yes. Right. So there are days when I, I when I get so irritated and you know when I don't love myself enough. But uh, I think again, like I said, I let love overpower hate. Yeah. Uh, and I think as long as the equation is tilted towards love more. Yeah. Uh you're good to go. So yeah, I uh some days I might love myself a little less. Some days I love myself a little more. And yeah. most of the days I love myself a little bit more. And that's so, very yeah, good. As long as you good. keep loving yourself, I think that's more yeah. important. Yeah. There will be ups and downs, but yeah. uh, as long as it's a uh, elevating slope, I mm. think yeah, if that's the right word, yeah. Excellent. So if I had to ask you if you were to go back in time and change one thing about your past, what would that I, be i i i am a very um i'm a deep believer of the fact that whatever happens happens for a reason hmm. and if things in my past if i i have thought about this a couple of, a lot of times actually like a lot of times i have had hmm. like full fledged discussions on this with my friends hmm. and uh, if any of those things did not pan out the way it did hmm. i would not have been where uh, where i am today and i'm at a really really happy place today Like there's nothing that I'm sad about today in my life, and uh, hmm. and for that I I don't want to regret any of those things that have happened because अगर कुछ भी उस तरीके से नहीं हुआ होता ना तो आज मैं जहाँ पे मैं वहाँ नहीं होती so I would not want to change anything I would want to relive everything the good and the bad you learn from your bad you learn from the good you unlearn from the bad and uh, wherever I am today I'm like really happy so I wouldn't want to change anything. fantastic i think uh, i'm smiling ear to ear listening to that and that's probably the best <laughs> way to take it yeah because it's it's life and it 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 throws shit at you at times it it throws you a curveball at times and you got to dodge it so exactly. that's 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 the only thing that we can do that's the only thing that is in our hands and rest is is you know we can we can just leave it to uh destiny or whatever you can believe in so and you're right jo hota hai acche ke liye hota hai and i also firmly <laughs> believe in that i i live by that every single day and that's that's one thing that actually keeps me going for sure so um diksha i think uh, you're also spoken about um how you know um because you were bullied in school in high school um you've had a a traumatic 
experience growing up so did that impact you in your relationships um going forward definitely it has you know what happens is that uh, mm. when you are bullied uh, in whatever ways you have been mm. you know a certain under confidence a certain uh, you know you start believing that okay this is all that you are capable of doing so like i said that you know i was always given the position of a goalkeeper right hmm i started accepting that okay that was the only position i was fit for and i i started accepting it very wholeheartedly okay hmm. that ha yahi mere kismat mein hai types hmm. and that's you know you follow patterns uh, from your childhood and everywhere else so aapko aapko bachpan mein bhi jaise maine aapko kaha ki bachpan mein bhi if my seniors would bully me i would just happily do it for them instead of you know getting bullied for not doing it hmm. so uh that pattern stayed with me for quite some time and uh, until recently in fact so whatever um, there have been toxic relationships in life and uh, mm. i come to them because uh that pattern remained wherein you know i would just do it because i did not want to upset anybody because i did not want to uh, fall prey to further bullying by them and uh, that pattern uh, did you have the urge sorry did you have the urge to please uh people all the time i'm always guilty uh mm. that's like a that's a clear pattern that my therapist has figured out for me mm. that you know that uh, as a person i'm always trying to please other people and i'm also i get i feel guilty for upsetting them not even for not even doing anything wrong mm. that's like a pattern for me mm. and uh, that led me to uh, undermining myself mm. and uh, that led me to letting other people treat me in a very incorrect way right so yes that that was there clearly so, so you were constantly seeking validation from people absolutely. from absolutely any relationship in whatever way in hmm. any which ways i would get i would seek it hmm hmm so you were talking about a toxic relationship i think yes yeah so it was more of a work relationship uh, and mm-hmm. uh, at the very onset i would like to state that you know when you talk about a toxic relationship you mm. talk about an abusive relationship people would uh in a minute uh believe that it was your boyfriend who did that and mm. it was your husband mm. or uh, maybe your father yeah. but uh, an abuser can actually come in many forms and ways he can mm-hmm. be your he can even be your brother he can be your friend he can mm. be your work partner he can be a, he could be a colleague he hmm. could be anybody actually to be very he could be a troller on the internet hmm and um, so yes. at first it is very important for us to identify and to understand that you know abusers need not be anybody you are in love love with hmm. because essentially love is you know you can you have love for other people also right you have love for your parents right right it's it, it's not always the same kind of love that you have with your boyfriend or with your husband hmm. but then you do love other people in life hmm. and uh, I, i am essentially a person who who gives in who gives a lot to relationships like you know any kind of relationship whether it is my friend my best friend my boyfriend hmm. my parents or my sister i have a very deep connection with my sister mm-hmm. i feel like strongly like you know the uh, i my deepest my strongest bond is with her Mm-hmm. and uh, likewise i invest in other relationships also and one such relationship did not turn out really well for me mm-hmm. because i constantly let the other person bully me you know the signs of abuse was there in the very beginning in the relationship okay uh, like what then, um 
you know getting angry at at phone like you know constantly mm. getting angry or like you know when two people have a fight uh the basic solution is to talk about it and to communicate it and to get over it right yeah but when you want to not talk about it stretch it for days and stretch it for hours or silent treatments silent treatment cold treatment mm. that gets worse mm. Mm. that was if i have to say that was the very onset of uh, mm. a certain type of abuse which is not in which is not your um, abuse as a statement but then then there were things like uh, throwing of laptops or uh, you know like throwing of stuff mm. uh, banging his head in the or banging banging his head on the wall or something of that sort mm. you know throwing mm. stuff away um abusing you verbally and all those things started and mm. then uh, and i thought it would just stay there you know like i never thought it would so pass it like you know some days it would go on to swearing at my parents or something you know getting like really very personal mm. uh but uh, one fine day it was very unexpected and uh uh it 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 came in the form of a physical abuse and mm. it was it was a slap uh mm. and uh, while a lot of people might just say ki thappadi to tha whatever it was just a slap mm. it wasn't just a slap because yeah. you know it gives you um uh, it traumatizes in your way that worse can happen from now on absolutely and, uh, it's it's the beginning you know, of it's the beginning of something even more terrible absolutely right? and uh, so yeah he ended up slapping me and then uh, for 5 minutes i i did not know what had happened like i could not i could not make sense out of it ye ho kaise gaya ye to nahi ho sakta hai you know because you have so much of trust and love for the other person that mm. this could not have happened mm. and you have not seen such things happening in your life before mm. uh, and then and then i picked up to leave the room and uh, with um i picked up my bag and then i saw him again and then with whatever energy i had i i don't i first i thought of just walk out because i'm not as bad as him but then tit for tat sikhaya gaya tha hamesha se ki you know koi amar tha to ab bhi unko maro to maine bhi maar diya tha ek hmm and then i thought it would be over there na ki tumne mara maine bara baat khara baat khatam theek hai but then there came another slap and that hmm. taught me one thing that there was no remorse for what had happened previously you know like i gave that person 10 minutes of his time to reflect and think that what he had done was done wrong because that mm-hmm. is you know when you slap somebody you can you can understand it in the very next minute that you have done something wrong right but then uh, that did not happen and then the second slap mm-hmm. that came left a very bad mark on my lips my lips started swelling and bleeding and i mm-hmm. um i had a scar on my face and i did not know how to react like and uh, there were other people in the other room and mm. i could not have cried any louder because other people would have known so i moved out, i walked out and uh, after some time there was another person in the room and you know who interfered and who was like what is wrong with you what are you doing and all of that mm. and then he apologized and everything and then i forgave the other person mm. uh, you know because you think that ho gaya galti se ho gaya hota hai ye sab you know mm. you start normalizing those things or you start giving the other person the benefit of doubt that you know he did not really mean it he means well for you and then the other person also would manipulate you uh, mm. into believing that you know uh, uh, i love you so much that i you know uh, i it just went a little too much or whatever mm. nonsense that was mm. yeah you know just to uh, dumb it down as to what had happened just to calm 
you down hmm. and then you just fall into that manipulation and then you want to give that person the benefit of doubt and then you also want to fight for that relationship because you had already by then you had already invested so much of time effort energy hmm. you know you invested so much emotionally and otherwise so how But long then, did you fight to keep it uh 4 years so this went uh, on for 4 years did did this episode no, happen the, again no the, no the physical abuse never happened again hmm. but then there were threats that you know i would hit you or things like that hmm. or uh, and you know and the next time there were other forms then you know there were verbal abuse there was again hmm. cold treatment hmm. and there was again things like you know he one day he asked me to get out of his car in the middle of the road in in, in at nowhere in delhi you hmm. know where it is not definitely not at all safe Hmm. And uh, you know things that just demean you and disrespect you. Hmm. And uh, when those things went overboard, and and I realized that if I don't move out now, it'll be too late. Hmm. Or I did not even think of it to be honest. I just left one day, and uh, that the day I was leaving, he told me things that I never thought he could have thought of me. Hmm. You know, very shallow, very low things. And uh, I think you know it, it then uh, comes down to one thing that. You know, if you don't listen to a man, uh, it just hmm. comes down to the fact that you are a slut somehow. <laughs> You're a whore yeah. if you don't listen to yeah. a man, right? Like it's they, it's a typical abuser behavior where they basically, right. when you challenge their control, right? Uh, and you know, they sort of get more threatened, and that's what I think happened in this case, and that's where you know they start exactly. reacting exactly. in the way they did. Yeah, yeah. when you start. taking control of your actions and when yeah. you start pointing their mistakes out yeah. uh, somehow they are just not ready to accept it they yeah. would uh, and then the abuse mm. uh, yeah they are threatened and uh, mm. you know when when people realize their mistakes some people would accept their mistakes and some people just get too defensive and that's yeah. when the abuse yeah. begins yeah. so in this case that happened and uh, there was a lot of a uh, lot of chaos that day that had happened and uh, you know i had uh, thought about leaving walking out of that relationship a lot of times hmm. but i could not but that day i i did not know what what got to me i thought like you know the way he told things about me the what he thought of me hmm. whether he th- told those things to me in anger or in whatever uh, but uh, if if a person thinks so low of you there's nothing you could ever do to res- make that person respect you you know respect is not something you can demand Hmm, yeah uh, it has to yeah. just come so and i think uh, it kind of gave me the closure i needed to walk out of that relationship because until then it was always manipulation no no you are a good person i really like you i really value and all of that but then when he right. said out all those things right. loud and clear it became very uh, clear to me that we this the two people do not belong together sometimes the other person could be a good person you know sometimes hmm. you're not a good fit together and uh, Mm. Yeah and that day I walked out of that relationship and uh, it's been all it's been over a year now that I have walked out of that relationship and I'm in a very very happy place and I think mm. uh, that decision is one decision that has changed my life I I lived in I lived with anxiety attacks with panic attacks mm. for so long I did not know how what it was like to sleep peacefully mm. what it was like to you know not to enter into a fight and to come out of it positively i did not know what what, what it took felt like hmm. and after that entire episode after i left the entire after i closed the entire chapter um, my life started blooming so beautifully everything started falling into place and like hmm. i said i'm in a very happy place right now 
that's that's a lovely uh, closure i think that's a lovely way to close it um I, but i do want to ask you one thing you said that you uh, this went on for 4 years so right what was going on in your mind during these 4 years um what was the fear did, did you have a fear of uh, walking out what was it that you were thinking that you took it on for 4 years because it's a long time and i'm sure it was traumatic for you so what were you thinking um you know uh, we human beings we cling to hope mm. you know we are always hoping like mm. you know even if somebody is at that bad we will still be hopeful and we will also give the other person hope ki nahi theek ho jayega theek ho jayega hum bol rahe the na man mein hame bhi pata hota hai but then we still cling to it till the last breath right? right and i think that's what happened with me and then see relationships are also they have their own ups and downs no yeah so there were days when दस दिन बुरा गया दो दिन अच्छा गया तो मेरे को लगता है कि हाँ अच्छा चल रहा है ठीक है अभी तो अच्छा होने लग गया चलो हो जाएगा यार ठीक है एक दो दिन खराब होता है तो निकाल लेंगे वो खराब दिन को भी बट देन वेन दी बैड आउट डिड दी गुड देन थिंग्स गॉड वॉस एंड देन Uh, we wanted i wanted to find like a right time to close it you know mm. i wanted i did honestly i cling to relationships a lot i don't like you know mm. letting people go out of my life i really mm. value people a lot and i value value their friendship their affection and everything and uh, mm. i'm a, I, like i said i always try and please other people also right. so you know i would always try and do things that would maybe that ki kuch bhi thoda effort bhi dalo to kya pata insaan khush ho jaye you know ki ha gussa kam ho jaye and uh, it would be wrong for me to say that the other person did not take initiatives that uh, he he genuinely did try and take initiatives that mm. uh, would have been good for both of us but uh, somehow his inherent nature was not that and maybe the, he never really truly felt positively about me there was always this hope that things would get better there was always this hope for a better you know there'll be light at the end of the tunnel there'll be sunshine and there'll be good days <laughs> but then right. uh, you know There was you more from your side now. because you were constantly living in this denial, right? That nay, eventually right. it might just get better because we've seen better days as right. well. So yeah, right. And you could make so, it work. Yeah. So and I, I gave him, I gave it my all, right? You know, mm. like see, either you fight it or you flight it. I fought for too long. Yeah. And when I after I had fought for too long, and I understood that. नहीं हो पाएगा आप कुछ भी इसका दैट वॉज द डे आई थॉट दैट इट्स 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 बेटर इफ आई वॉक आउट इट्स बेटर फॉर हिम इट्स बेटर फॉर मी इट्स बेटर फॉर अदर पीपल इन्वॉल्व इन आर लाइफ बिकॉजन of course i do um mm. i wish i would have walked out sooner but then you know life gives you their own its own experiences and yeah. uh, of course i would have never truly if i would have wished i would have wished that those bad days never happened if i actually had to wish something mm. i would have wished that things would have worked out but then things did not work out mm. and uh, yes um, it would have been uh, great if i would have walked out sooner mm. but uh, नहीं होता ना जो हम सोचते हैं तो मैं आई डोंट फील लाइक थिंकिंग ओनली कि क्या होता अगर मैं दो साल पहले निकल जाती या मैं उस रिलेशनशिप में नहीं जाती या फिर ये नहीं होता वो नहीं होता मैं सोचती नहीं हो गया अब अब बाहर हूँ नाउ आई मेट अपी प्लेस सो इट्स गुड ना इफ ऑल इज गुड नाउ एवरी थिंग इज बेटर एवरी थिंग इज गुड ना 
I am glad to hear that that uh, eventually you're in a in a much better place, and it it has probably taught you uh, never to take. You know, shit from people. If I may use the oh, word, it has definitely taught me. To, yeah, it definitely, definitely taught me. That has yeah. taught me to love myself a Absolutely. lot more. Absolutely, uh, like you rightly said, Jyota, particularly Jyota, and um, <laughs> it's probably made made you a better version of yourself. Yeah, if I would not have seen the dark days, I would not have learned how to shine now. Mm. Great, that's that's great. Um, let's um, get into an exciting section now. Uh, I I want to ask you a few rapid fire questions. Uh, these okay. are just some fun questions, yeah. Um, so uh, I'll start with uh, this question: um, career or passion? Passion. Love or friendship? Friendship. Independence or interdependence? Interdependence. Uh, okay, a funniest piece of advice or the weirdest piece of advice that you've uh, ever got? That I should smile less. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who says that? Somebody on the internet, <laughs> on my Instagram, told me, "Thoda kam hasa karo ab." Okay. <laughs> yeah. And like nobody has ever said that to me. You know, some everybody will always say that you know, smile more. You look so nice smiling and everything. One person out of the blues came yeah. and told me, "Don't smile." <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a little weird. Yeah. Um, okay, a rule that you strictly follow for yourself at work or otherwise? Uh, think less, do more. Okay, that's 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 good. If you were to give yourself your younger self advice, what would it be? Low ki mat suno. Absolutely, I think half our problems will go away if we stop. Ninety-nine percent of them would go. I agree. Um, a song that defines you. I'm a sunflower, a little fun. But I don't <laughs> like the second part, which says that you know, if I, I, I would say I'm, I'll, I'm a sunflower, a little funny. I'll be a sunflower and you still pick me. <laughs> okay. I just a right. change version, revised version. Okay, right. Uh, Diksha is complete the sentence. Full of life. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, okay, if you were to write a book, what would it be about, and what would be its title? I don't know. Un- unboxing kindness. I unboxing know. kindness. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, I think hmm. kindness is something uh, that I have learned probably hmm. a little later in life but then it's very very important you know you could you could be dumb you could be anything hmm. uh, you could be you could be fat you could be thin you could be tall you could be uh, you could have money you could have more money you could have less money you could be anything in the world but then if you're not kind nothing is going to work for you so hmm. i would want to write more about kindness and anything that can help spread more positivity in this world yeah. that would my book be all about yeah and the world definitely needs more kindness for sure yeah. um what's your greatest fear um i had like abhi to mera koi fear nahi hai there was a fear that i'll never find love but uh, mm. clearly i have found love and uh, that fear is also gone and i think with that everything has vanished like, i don't have any i now if i am to be like really uh, very you know honest mm. my fear is that i will never be able to cope up with the death of a loved one hmm Yeah. That is loss. one thing that 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 really brings mm. me a lot of anxiety but uh, do you think you know, about it a lot? Uh yeah, sometimes like you know when I hear mm. about somebody else's demise or I see a movie 
सो या एंड आई यू नो इन माई हेड आई मेक अप सिचुएशन की ऐसा हुआ तो कैसा हो जाएगा टाइम एंड ऑल ऑफ दैम रिलेटेड टू डेथ ऑफ अ लव वन बिकॉज आई डोंट थिंक आई एबल ever be able to cope up with it or you know in my mind i try and make ways as to how i can cope up with it hmm yeah i think that's that's a, a common fear that a lot of people have i do have that too a fear of uh, losing someone in your life yeah. is obviously unbearable and difficult um what's your portion in life hmm i don't know how to answer that <laughs> Let me think a little bit more. What's your poison? Um, a little bit of shy, a lot of warm hugs. That's a poison, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like, I really don't know how to answer that. Um, hmm. कुछ भी poisonous नहीं है वो रखने ही नहीं ना चीज़ में life में अच्छी चीज़ें रखनी हैं. Okay. Only good vibes, only good things. Nothing, nothing, nothing poisonous coming. Uh, around here okay okay i'm glad i'm glad that you are in a very happy place and your story is very inspiring i'm sure a lot of people are going to relate to it um whoever's dealing with low self low self esteem low confidence self doubt imposter syndrome i'm sure uh, people are going to feel inspired and they might as well come out and want to share their stories um well keep up the spirits thank you so much um keep smiling keep blooming um and it was <laughs> it was great talking to you same yeah dekho thank you thank you so much for having me and i'm glad that you know i i was the first person to be here <laughs> yes absolutely thank you so much lovely thank you thanks bye bye bye